0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted. The familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So, polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee.
2: Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. My name is Dee Lee. Today, I'm here with our guest host, Lynn Sherell, and our special guest, Vicki Draper. Vicky is a healing your animal expert with a mission to help as many animals as possible be as healthy as possible, while also making their guardian, uh, animal guardians as happy as possible. A, welcome, a special welcome to Lynn and Vicky, and thank you as our listeners for joining us today. Most humans today live a normal life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. There are many perceived complexities and an explosion of shiny distractions all around and also within us. People can operate with blinders in place and numb about where they are going. We have become asleep or immune to what is around us. We do not always see the possibilities and opportunities to have a more joy-filled existence by paying attention to our daily interactions with others. Included in these daily interactions are our animal relationships that we likely have taken for granted. In order to see more clearly, it is sometimes helpful to have a higher perspective. Our Mighty gem spotlights have been focused inside of ourselves on our subtle energy systems. We've learned a lot about these important centers, and now and we're looking at the interconnected and reflected side to our outside, and the key to finding a balanced reflection is our focus. Walt Disney said, of all of our inventions for mouse communications, pictures still speak the most universally understood language. Thought happens in pictures. Communication happens either through images, body language, or hand signals. Communication becomes a verbal expression of mental images. Just as a good recipe has sequential ingredients, good communication is based on sharing the sequential pictures we have in our mind in a clear, aligned, and effective way. True communication is more than tossing around a few words. It is a powerful process of sharing energy made tangible through speech. The exchange of thoughts, messages, and nonverbal signals serve as important ingredients. How you choose to convey your mental images through verbal and nonverbal messaging determines your communication process and success. This also holds true for your connection with animals. It is important to learn how to set the stage for greater mutual understanding in your creative communications. George Bernard Shaw said, "The single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place." Ah, oh,
3: that's so true. <laughs> How yeah. many times, right? Have we all had that experience where we had a conversation, and what ha- what we thought happened is not what happened, or what someone else said is not what we heard? You know, it's
2: that's amazing. like that game where you you whisper in someone's ear, and it goes around a room. Oh, yeah, telephone. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. It's very much like that
3: absolutely well and and what you also shared about um, the, the the sequential aspect of communication that's really important it's something that when I'm working with uh, my people it's about syntax because okay. syntax meaning that it has to flow so the letters aCT do not spell cat if they're out of order right mm-hmm. <laughs> so you really have to have it in order in order for it to make sense and and when it does it just removes a lot of barriers it's it's an amazing um, amazingly simple thing to do do that a lot of people just don't or <laughs> <Well,
0: and the laughs> do you think they words? did
2: it? <laughs> Yeah, the choice of words too is, is a huge um, process that someone will think they know something but they're using their own past experience and sometimes that's not the same as what somebody in, had actually meant.
3: Hmm. Well, and also I think another factor is um, the vocabulary it, for many people is really somewhat limited. You know, um, people say that I use, you know, college words or the $25 words or whatever, but, you know, those words exist for us to be able to use them. So, you know, sometimes people don't have the right word for the exact meaning and then, you know, the meaning gets lost So, or diluted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, this is just a really great topic. And really, you know, we're talking about um, connecting our heart and our throat um, through communication. Uh, and through the subtle energy centers. And so the, the heart, uh, as we've shared in previous shows, is also called the fourth chakra, and the throat is referred to as the fifth chakra. And together, these two subtle energy centers are very powerful and work closely together as we share from our uh, from ourselves, from inside our heart center to our outside world through our expressions, and then from our inside self with our hearts to our outside world with our expressions, our communications. So the heart center, the heart energy center has been referred to as the meeting and the blending center, and the throat energy center is the gateway. With our subtle energy system, we have this duality with the heart being in the center, combining the lower energy centers of our being, first, second, and third chakras, with the higher, more spiritually related centers, which is um, sixth and seventh, the third eye and the seventh chakra. So... With our uh, subtle energy system, there is um, when we open the flow between these, there is a sense of wanting to connect to the outside with service from our heart, from our higher self, our spirit, our soul and as we move back and forth between these two centers and our external environment to inside to be be in relationship there Really is a bridge connecting these two centers. It's a process and a mixture made up of a variety of active keyword ingredients. So, keeping the end goal in mind, we need to make sure we understand the key ingredients going into this power packed recipe. Words, as DJ said, words associated with each of these energy centers play an active role in the effectiveness of our traffic on this energy bridge. Keywords from our heart relate to unconditional love, compassion, feeling, tenderness, and gratitude. Keywords from our voice relate to expression, responsibility, communication, and universal truth. When we toss all of these into our powerful recipe exchange, there are a lot of potential outcomes. Because of the variety of possibilities, it's helpful to have support in order to make sure the mixture comes out the way you intended. So all of these keywords are valuable jewels in our vocabulary. The more vocabulary we have, the more comfortable we are in expressing ourselves. These are essential to having a positive outcome in our relationship, not only with other people, but with ourselves. And and even our close animal friends. Our animal friends listen to us. You know, think about the last time you said something to a dog or a cat and they just go, whoop! You know, their little head just tips to the side. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, they're paying attention.
2: Especially <laughs> the word go for a walk. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes That's they a... learn to spell
3: it too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Well, and even if they're not looking at you, it doesn't mean they're not listening.
3: True. True, yeah. Their little ears are like little antennas, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, can, they can just follow. They can just follow. Well, you know, Vicky, with the, all of your experience with working in your work with animals and humans, um, is there? Could you talk about what might prevent communication between humans and animals? Yes,
4: I. Uh, in my experience, the the people are the block. Um, That the animals are open.
3: (laughs) We always get in our own way, don't we?
4: (laughs) We do. And so they absolutely love it when we connect with our heart. And they actually receive more of people's hearts than the rest of the world because people, you know, since they're unconditional love and can open to them. um, Yet when people open even more and be who they are even more. The animals love it and take that out into the world because it, it's opening the relationship with their animal, with their self, with every single person they, you know, come in contact with. That's awesome. And so that's what I have found. So the animals absolutely love it when I'm helping the animals and the people get aligned with opening so they can connect and communicate clearer and deeper. The animals absolutely love it when we get to the fourth chakra center, the heart center, and the fifth chakra center because um there's something about when we express from the heart and then we move up into the throat, the sixth ch- fifth, sorry, the chakra center that the animals it feels like it's clearing out and aligning the communication even though we're speaking different languages like we speak words they speak barks or meows of um, the sound that comes out there's still when we clear and align that chakra that it opens for greater communication and connection with the animals
3: well, and really, sound is vibrational spirit. It's like spirit through vibration. You know, there's an essential connection there that animals, they just hear that. They, they respond to that. It's not about the words, right?
4: Correct. Mm-hmm. Because even thoughts are energy and vibrations, and they create pictures. And so the pictures you were talking about earlier, um, the animals see that. So even if you don't have to even verbalize anything. They already get the pictures of what you're thinking about.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, that's and, how and they know. Animals just uh, they approach with unconditional love, right? They're that's they're just their hearts are open typically. They are
4: so open and they are so waiting for us to open further and connect with them at a deeper level.
2: So I wonder curiosity how it got so screwed up. <laughs> how it got so screwed up. I mean, it seems rather simple and and you know a lot of us have variety of relationships with animals, and um, how can it not be uh, corrected on a global sense? You know, it's very interesting.
4: Well, it can. I think the desire has to be there mm-hmm. in the first place, because, you know, there are people that don't like animals, don't even understand them, they actually even mistreat them, and that is so far from my world that mm-hmm. I can't even understand you know, someone like that. So someone that really has a heart for the animals, that's where the true opening and that true connection then can, can go deeper.
3: Well, you know, a lot of um, people may not know really what unconditional love is all about. And we've got in in the 30 seconds we have going toward commercial, just to to offer this, unconditional love is really the only true kind of love. And Love itself is hard to define and some people say it's impossible to have unconditional love and ultimately it requires a a great deal of thought, action and faith. It's an action uh, more than a feeling. Uh, It means to act with love under all conditions. If you have to do something um, in a certain way in order to receive love, that love is considered conditional, it's transactional. If it's given freely and without reservation or attachment to what happens, it's unconditional. So when you are in unconditional love, you accept yourself and the, though, and those around you, those who you love. Um, you don't expect others to make you happy through their choices and how they live. You cannot control others. You can only control yourself. You love more by caring less. Basically you love regardless of choices that have been made and you derive happiness from the pure ad- of loving unconditionally
2: yeah and on that note we're going to take a quick break and we will be back and explore some more um this is really fun information thank you
1: up to your fullest potential this is the voice america empowerment channel are you interested in actualizing your potential to be do and have more if yes then consider this your invitation intelliki dates back to aristotle who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself for example a kitten has the intelliki to become a cat so what is human intelliki it's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humaninteleki.com. Be who you are here to be, and remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humaninteleki.com. That's human, E N T E L E C H Y.com. Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 You may also send us an email to jewels at MightyGems.com. Now, back to this week's show.
2: Welcome back to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. And we're here with our special guest, Vicki Draper, and Lynn Sherell. Yeah, this is a really exciting topic. I
3: think... Um, when we're spotlighting communication, it's a subject that people think that they already know. We grow up talking, so we think we understand communication, but we really don't. And one of the things that I really love about Vicki's work is that it really breaks it down to the essential. It's really about the feeling and the connection of communication. So, Vicki, I would just love to hear more from you about what the connection um, is between animals and humans, what we can learn from animals, and what it means to really come from a space of... Of unconditional love and uh, and in that clarity
4: okay um, there's a quote by Tammy Post that says the most challenging part about unconditional love at some point in time you have to realize that some people can stay in your heart but not in your daily life make your memories now there may not be a later opportunity that so flows into with the animals they're always in the present And they're not worried about to-do lists and they're not worrying about what's going to happen in a week from now or even 10 minutes from now. And so that's to me where they're the greatest teacher because everything we have is in the present moment. This is all we really have. We can deal with what's in the past, but it's still happening now because we've brought it into the now to think about it or, you know, focusing on the future, but it's still a now focused to somewhere else. Um, and animals, they don't. So they don't think like that. They take each moment as it comes. So that's why they're such great teachers and such great blessings of that unconditional love and being present. And mm. so that's where I feel, you know, most of us as humans really have to strive to stay present.
2: Yeah, and and it's really interesting. In you look at the the words present. You know, you're giving yourself, gifting yourself a present with that word and it's interesting when you communicate a lot of times we communicate but that's the future so it's almost Mm -hmm. like we have to roll ourselves back with the gift Mm -hmm. of that moment
4: yeah and so the animals they're just full of that unconditional love and that's what they offer us at every moment and sometimes um it will be Interesting that animals are teachers to help us stay in that present and more playful moment because, um, like when you're not giving them attention or, I had my own personal cat, one of them's purpose, it seemed, was to let me know when I was getting too serious because if I was starting to worry about something, then he would do something to act out to make me laugh. Um, <laughs> it was on target, you know, um. And because that's their normal, natural state, and that uh, that's ours too. We've just gotten away from it.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, Eckhart Tolle said that uh, at a presentation he did. He said, "You know, if everyone in this room was actually all the way here, totally present, not thinking about the grocery store, or doing laundry, or what's going to happen tomorrow, or whatever. But if we were all completely and totally in this room, um, the the roof would blow off, and we'd go nuclear. <laughs> Something <laughs> to that effect. And I think that's true, right?" Yeah, goodness. Yeah. And if things are too serious, it's like, come on, lighten up. Life is meant to be enjoyed. You know, now there's some teachers and, and I do follow a lot of masters and they say, you know, life is here so you can work hard and learn your lessons, become your best self. But part of that is to live lightly. You know, the masters didn't know you couldn't tell the difference between when they were working and playing because it was all the same to them. And so, you know, personally, that's my philosophy on life right there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, just play, have fun, you know, enjoy it. I, I recently just moved and I will say that moving to a different environment that feels lighter just encourages that. So for me, I need to live, I need to feel like I'm living in a resort and that means that I can kind of play at work when I feel like it. And, Really, I probably end up working even more, but it's not hard. It's like, oh, you know, I'm playing, you know, I'll just take a break and just answer a few emails or, you know, and it just, it's just a different feeling.
2: Oh, yeah, it's how you approach it. You know, Mm -hmm. the attitude that we have.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. And well, com- yeah. So, D, could you talk a little bit more? You've talked about compassion, um, and, uh, and we just talked about um, loving more by caring less, and so, uh, I don't know, do you have any thoughts you want to share on that?
2: Yeah, compassion is really uh, a common aim to be happy, and happiness is one of those elusive, everyone has a definition for it. It's um, something where you want to practice empathy to focus on the experience someone is having, but carefully not being able to get hung up in sympathy. So you want to recognize what you have in common between yourself and others, thinking about others like yourself to connect. You know, you seek happiness. You're trying to avoid suffering. You have known sadnesses or loneliness and despair. You're seeking to fulfill your needs or learning about life. And it's a lot about reflecting, practicing acts of kindness. You know, smile and share a kind word. The smile is one that you can just see ripple, ripple, ripple out there because people enjoy that. And I have been um, playing with words. I'm also a poet, and I enjoy playing with the words in that kind of a, a creation. And it's interesting. I have two golden doodles, and whenever we go for a walk, you know, people are. They pause and they smile. So part of the the um, fun energy that we run into in our daily walks is people, we know the do- names of the dogs, we don't know the people. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we run into these different personalities with the animals and my doodles remember the different animals and, and locations. And one of my doodles seeks to look at, um, the location where she is, and she remembers if she saw a cat or a, you know, a squirrel or something. She's got a great remembering mode, but she's also very playful. So she, um, you know, it's it's a, it's an experience each time we go for a walk is a new experience, but that's part of being flexible too, so that we're not out there just grinding along on some kind of motorized exercise
3: well again it's also about really going back to what each of you has shared previously it's about really um and and really that's the whole point of this show isn't it um to find the mighty gems in the world around you like every moment can be truly splendorous when you're present and aware and in it which is what you've just
2: described yeah and, and and feeling the attitude of that is so huge from from an experience and also from a higher perspective when you shift your your perception of whatever is in the moment it's going to feel better you know it feels like you're not in the muck and um Steve Maraboli said had a a actual poem that said dare to be so um I'm going to go ahead and read that because I thought that was a good process right now of diving in here um when a new day begins dare to smile gratefully when there is darkness dare to be the first to shine a light when there's injustice dare to be the first to condemn it when something seems difficult dare to do it anyway when life seems to beat you down dare to fight back when there seems to be no hope dare to find some when you're feeling tired dare to keep going when times are tough dare to be tougher When love hurts you, dare to love again. When someone is hurting, dare to help them heal. When another is lost, dare to help them find the way. When a friend falls, dare to be the first to extend a hand. When you cross paths with another, dare to make them smile. When you feel great, dare to help someone else feel great too. When the day has ended, dare to feel as you've done your best. Dare to be the best you can. At all times, dare to be.
3: Mm, love that that feels really good well you know and when uh I think I might have it might have been Amelia Earhart who said dare your soul's dominion I was like Oh, you know, that is that kind of feeling, you know, and, and really when we're talking about feelings in this heart chakra, basic emotions are converted into true feelings. There's a progression from the gut level emotions through the awareness of self with the quality of feelings connected to wisdom without being governed or driven by raw emotion. So it's possible to have and acknowledge and use feelings without controlling our lives um, in a way that evades rationality and responsibility emotions can be harnessed without being denied and the energy can be used to enhance self-respect and empowerment so when awareness is projected with feelings we enter into a state of contemplation where we can experience things from within and also sense the nature of their very being and their rhythms and their life cycles. And I, again that just speaks to really where Vicky's coming from. I mean these this is what animals respond to. They're sensing nature. They are nature. They're you know, we're we're nature and we've forgotten it. <laughs> so yeah. We're in the mall. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, the, there, there's another level there where it says we have to be open. You know, we have to be vulnerable. Vulnerable is our greatest strength, according to Brene Brown, because when you're vulnerable, you are open to receiving. And, and it's a little bit of, you know, being tender. It's showing your underbelly. And, and we can exhibit our greatest strengths and still be in that state. And as the heart opens, we reveal and declare ourselves to the world. So it's only when we're prepared to be vulnerable and tender that we can give that true feeling and compassion and tenderness to others so being touched and allowing ourselves to feel to feel life to feel nature to feel animals to feel people that's what's important but it's also important to be detached because you can't get sucked into you know you still have to remain yourself and and you, it helps to be able to think clearly so that you can um, maintain, it's not objectivity, it's just detachment. Because you recognize that each sentient creature, being, person, um, they're all making their own choices for their own lives. And so, you know, it's for them. It's not up to us to judge it as good or bad. It's really about detaching so that we can really love them. And then being in a state of gratitude, which is you know, that's all about th- being thankful and acknowledging what is and appreciating what you have in order to empower what else is waiting to come in for you. And and gratitude can be, you know, expressed through a gesture, words, you know, a person, um, you know, it, 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 there's an issue that we humans have, we have this monkey mind, we kind of jump around from, you know, situation to situation or thought to thought. And, genuine feelings that warm the heart are a place to start and then you can avo- you can voice appreciation in a deeper and more, more profound way and that allows this greater connection so yeah so you know and really Maya Angelou she, she had a great quote too: be a rainbow in someone else's cloud that's yeah, really that's
4: right. <laughs> I, like I, that. do. I love that I definitely mm-hmm. love that and so following with the heart and into the throat um My statement earlier about, you know, people that are mean to animals, there's no judgment from a higher perspective. You know, I hold compassion because that really is, to me, a heart, a troubled heart, you know, that needs support being open, um, you know, with what they're carrying. Um, So, and then... um, and that's, that's the basis of who my practice is. My vulnerability is I am so open and so compassionate and come from that loving space. And the animals sense that is why they respond and have such great you know, results with our interactions. And so the throat, a lot of us have lost our voice or somewhere, you know, we may not be able to express ourselves. And so with the throat chakra, expression is a key word. It's um, seeking some type of fulfillment for any creative talents by successfully seeking one's voice to be literally heard and shared. And so from the human to animal relationship, a voice from the animal's perspective is how they feel sharing their basic unconditional love, their frustration or stress, when it's not being received like they think it should be. And from a higher perspective, the word relates to being able to voice one's spiritual qualities in a way to be true to
3: yourself.
4: And, and so Adam mm. It.
3: That's powerful. Yeah. That's really powerful. So is this why, you know, when when animals are expressing themselves and they're loving you and they're, they're trying to show you that they care and you're not open or you're not receiving it or you're not there or present in some way, is that why they pee all over everything? <laughs> that can be. That's what I wanted to share. Their ah.
4: ways of talking to you are, if they're not getting their needs met, you know, how can they get your attention?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And so, Like a child. Yes, absolutely like a child. And so that's why there is a lot of the behavior issues are because they're not being, their needs are not being heard or, you know, they're not being connected with in the way they need. And what is interesting is because we've taken an animal and we put it in our environment and then we expect the animal to do what we want it to do I when know. the animal... May not be its natural tendency, mm-hmm. and so you know that's where we really strengthen that communication between the people and the animal because the animal wants to please us. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to please; they want the harmony in the household, and so they're not really doing things to make you mad. It's there's just a disconnect and not an a, a, a understanding
2: happening. Expectations, yeah,
4: yeah, that communication. <laughs> So that expression, so they express, (laughs) and it keeps escalating until, um, you know, they get their needs met.
3: Well, you know what? Humans do that, too. Yes. Really, right? We do. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we don't know what we're, we may not even know what we're feeling, but just be just, ah, you know, that can happen. Um, And and if we don't get our, our soul needs met from the light, then we will find a way to do it from the shadow side. So one way or another, our needs will get met. We just may not be present and conscious to what we're actually doing, especially through communication and relationship with other people. Because a lot of times we think, "Oh, that I would only be happy if that person would do blah blah blah, or if my husband or my wife did this, then I could be happy." It's like, <laughs> ooh, dangerous, danger, danger. <laughs>
4: yes, that does not well, work. <laughs> and you're actually bringing up a good point because. What's going on with our animals is really what's going on in our environment and with us. And so you could say so that when there's an issue, it's, it's time to look at all of your relationships mm-hmm. and find the lesson that they're showing us.
3: The invitation for growth. <laughs> yes, opportunity. It is. Mm-hmm.
4: It is. Mm-hmm. So it's that being open to it is where the. You know, really checking in with the heart and really checking in with being present with them and getting clear that um, things open up. And even, I will share, even being able to communicate with animals very clearly, it's not always easy with your own animals because um, I've moved during my life um, you know, different times, multiple times, and I had my cat Tasha, who lived with me over 19 of those years, and so she has been on this life journey with me. And it came time for a move, and I'm packing up all the boxes, and she was acting out, and I'm like, "What is wrong?" And so I call my friend, who was is an animal communicator, and she says, "Well, you haven't told her she's going with you." And I'm like, "What?" Of course she's going with me. And so I had made an assumption, and in her mind, there was a disconnect because I hadn't specifically spelled it out. And so even when your conscience about connecting with your animal, you know, it's not always how we even think it is and how they mm-hmm. interpret things. And that's their behavior is, is how they let us know.
3: Hmm. So simple, and, isn't it? So simple. Yeah. And so, <laughs> not easy. Uh, simple, but not easy. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's the truth. Simple concept,
4: harder to implement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have an essence that uh, I've created that can support with this. It's uh, called Communicate.
3: Nice. So What's an helped? essence? What's an essence? What does that mean, an essence?
4: Okay, well, the essence is a healing vibration, and it's taken the healing properties in my case um, with gems and minerals and crystals and using its healing properties. And to work with the animals,
3: I um, have it in a spray format. Pardon oh, know what format? What kind of, what, how does it, what is the format? I can't, I'm i trying to, like, frame, like, some awareness of what it means. Like, is it something you can touch, or is it something you, you know, pour, or put on, or is it an oil? It's a, or? I,
4: it's a spray bottle. Ah. It's a mist that comes, comes into the air, and as it comes into the air, it's um, producing a higher vibration. And so in this case, it's for communicate,
2: for communication, mm. opening communication. <laughs> And it, and it helps our auras, too, right?
4: Mm. It's how it comes into our energy fields, which are also called auras. Um, and it's introduced, and this is how we receive it, because we're mainly water. And so this higher vibration comes in, and our bodies start resonating with it. And so then lower-level vibrations or energies, um, do not they break up. And they release and take on this higher vibration. Hmm. And so the essence is because it's the vibration of the, it's capturing the vibrations of the healing properties of the crystals, in my case, minerals and gems, and some flowers, um, and some nature. It's also captured in water. Water is the medium that holds this vibration. And so when this vibration through water is introduced to us as water beings, and this includes our animals, that's how we respond. Um, It actually comes through your parasympathetic nervous system. So it comes in naturally, works with your natural rhythms, um, with animals, they are so open; they sense it immediately. Um, oh. Communicate is not as clear of one to to demonstrate that quick shift. Um, but serene, which is a calming essence, is had dramatic results with the animals in one spray. Like I had a client that I would go to their house and one of their german shepherds Sanja, would just jump around sporadically and she just went beside herself she'd pee and she was just jumping and just all over the place and as soon as we'd spray serene it's like she sensed it you could see her take it on or see it her feel it and go oh and she was kind of like like come back to her senses and walk away just Silently going, oh, you know, so she was back to being grounded and centered in herself. (laughs) Mm. So this psycho, you know, crazed (laughs) dog, uh, because the doorbell rang.
3: I know some people that need a bucket of that stuff.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so, right. And as people, we're not always so, um, as open or as understanding what it's doing with us, you know, because it works subtly. For animals, it can be a dramatic notice because they're open and respond. So it's working with us. As we may have more layers to, to work through. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's one of the hardest parts. I remember when I first got introduced to essences, that was my hardest part of dealing with them is because you don't see it and you don't smell it because it's not like aromatherapy. So you're spraying this and you're going, okay, what? It's supposed to do something? <laughs> you know? um, mm-hmm. And so I get it when people don't understand because I was there. But as this has been my growth and my journey, and now I'm so sensitive that when they spray, I can feel what they're doing, um, you know, very close connection. Um, but that's the most interesting thing about uh, getting this concept out to people it's because it goes against our innate knowing that yeah, we want to touch we want to see, we want to smell and it works with a different layer with us
2: yeah, and it's so now how much you feel I mean it's really affecting how you feel
3: yes well I'm feeling like it's time to take a break so we'll be yeah. right back <laughs> be back in two <laughs>
0: Change your world.
1: Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now, there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel, and as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human inteliki? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with D. Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now back to this week's show.
2: Welcome back to Mighty Gems. And we are talking about uh, essences, which um, Vicki has just shared what an essence you know, basic is. But we are also talking about the heart keywords and the throat keywords, which is really our voice. Um and hopefully, we all feel like we have a voice. There's a keyword that is um, part of our voice energy system that is really summed up with a quote from Sigmund Freud Most people do not want freedom because freedom involves responsibility. And most people are frightened of responsibility. Ah, so and true. And this really boils down the keyword here is responsibility, and that's part of our voice center. It's really You know, boiled down to taking charge of your life and owning your outcomes. That's an area that most people just glide through. It's really um, also responding to or taking time to understand what it means to have a higher focused purpose for your life. Um, Some people aren't sure what that is. Maybe it's just a timer that they look at each day. That's my purpose. Have they heard about their true divine calling and have they responded to it in a proactive way? This can be a real critical decision component to seeking information from our higher perspectives and about finding out what we learn by moving through and seeking and going into action. Oh, it's so true.
3: Accountability, people are not interested in that. Mm-mm. You know, if it feels like it might be work or you have to do internal work, people, you know, they want something different, but they don't want to do anything different to get it. <laughs> or it's short-lived. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know, it's
2: something where they have to keep reminding themselves. And so, um, in your practice, Vicki, um, I know you have a variety of different uh, essences, but is there one called responsibility?
4: Um, I think that's a new one that needs to come forward.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I have
4: others that... um, Part of taking responsibility, in my sense, is also being clear about what you desire and asking for it. So that's, again, using your heart, what you really, truly desire, and then your throat to express and ask. And so I do have a chakra four and a chakra five essence. I also have a joy for the heart and a voice essence. The one that's really coming forward as we're talking about this is desires. Mm -hmm. It's really, you know, getting clear with what you really desire. And so using the desire essence is like making a wish. And so you spray it for your intention so that you can open up and create what you do desire. Um, And with that, it's going to come responsibility because you've got to take the actions. You've got to do something, you know, I mean, you're, there's still physical motion that has to happen to create what you desire. And so that's about the taking responsibility piece is what mm-hmm. it feels like.
3: That's big, huge. Oh. You know, we've forgotten how to desire and, and we confuse want and desire. Uh-huh. You know, desire is much deeper and more profound. And I, Expectation. I Mm-hmm. And expectation. Yeah. I was working with a client yesterday who said, you know, I-, I don't know what I really want my life to look like. I've never stopped to think about it. And, and, and she actually said, I don't desire anything because I haven't gotten it in the past. And so I stopped, I stopped asking. Huh. It's like, wow. Interesting. How can you, you know, we're here, every time we desire something, we shoot off a little rocket of desire. That's what Abraham Hicks would say. And that's mm-hmm. what creates things. So, yeah. if we're not shooting off any rockets of desire, then, you know, things aren't happening. We're Life on the moon.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, really, it's it's coming a- along, too, with uh, the other key words here have to do with communication, which is a very huge, powerful word. And universal truth, and so um, you know, with that whole communication concept, um, that was an area that we had talked with um, somewhat. You know, some di- distinction about how the word can be so complex, but also can be very simple, and it's it's an exchange of things that are from you know the moment or from the of sounds and vibrations and how you. Convey it can be either misconstrued or someone can totally miss it. Mm-hmm. But there's also it's part of the formula, the basic recipe that we're introducing here. We 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 try to bring these words into some level of you know when we're talking about a recipe. My my sense is that people are thinking food or combination. But we're really looking at these words as, as some kind of sparkling creative process that we're going to be coming up with. And that's what our intention here is. We're sparking desires, there's the word, that um, people explore information uh, that they aren't clearly identifying with. And communication is one of those that has a lot of different flavors. And so um, it's, it's really taking the time of you know exploring things and um you know joy bell said you can talk with someone for years every day and still it won't mean as much as you can have when you sit down in front of someone not saying a word yet you feel that that person you feel that person with your heart you feel like you have known the person forever connections are made with the heart not the tongue
3: so true. You know, it's like, well, yeah, it's it's an energy thing. In anything, if you're doing any kind of communications with people, it helps to have your picture, picture on the document. You know, if you're writing an email or a letter, it's like people just want to see you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So makes a big difference. That's why video marketing is so big, you know, um, because people can actually get a sense of who you are. And so, you know, we have to pay attention to that. And we have to pay attention to the universal truths that present in those moments. Um, and really, you know, um universal truth is just huge. But it is what it is. You know, they say that there's your truth. Uh, their truth and the truth <laughs> and there's actually universal truth which is even bigger so you know when um, we're looking at balancing universal truth with what we're doing we are being responsible in our communications and so uh, I would love to hear Vicky, how does, how does that factor into animal communications it, what, what is our responsibility or what do we need to do or are animals responsible for something with us
4: well it's What we were were just talking about is the animals come from the heart, not the tongue. And so that's who they are. And so it's all about, as people, us slowing down and being present and being connected with our heart is what's going to open our connection with the animals. They love it. They are here to help us with that, in my opinion. And... um, which helps us be who, you know, all that we're really here to be.
3: Do you, are there any sacred sounds or mantras or word combinations that you would suggest that would help strengthen that?
4: Well, that's interesting you say because yam is the sound associated with the heart chakra. So someone could, you know, chant the word yam. Um, The... If you want something simple and easy to do, it's smile, laugh, allow your animal to be with you in that playful state. Um, so you know, sing, be silly. You know, my animals would respond if I would have decided to quit being so serious and I'd just break out in a silly dance or whatever. Then the dog and cat would get up from wherever they are and they'd come over. They wanna, they wanna. Be part of it, and you know, that's the biggest gift is that play, just that Mm -hmm. joy.
3: Yeah, I used to teach intuition literacy to my students. And one of the things is laughter. Even if you feel like crap on a shingle, you know, it doesn't matter. Just laugh. Even if it's a fake laugh, it starts moving the energy. And then, you know, <laughs> nothing negative. There can, shadow can't, like, just, you know, when you turn on the light, there can't be darkness. So, if you try laughing, in regardless of your state, even if it's fake, even if it's stupid, you know, go to a YouTube video and start laughing. Like, whatever you need to do, it will lift your vibration. It, it It's it's huge. Well, oh, so yeah, you can feel it. It's very mm-hmm.
2: active.
3: And then mm-hmm. I would
4: suggest you're talking about high vibration. Use the high vibration words, the words of love, the ones we've been talking about here. You know, the compassion, the um, you know, everything in the light. Mm-hmm. Because it, that, that vibration is what you're putting into your environment and the animals respond. So they respond if you're going to be using a soft, soothing voice or if you're going to be using a harsh, un, you know, just not attached to your heart voice. They're going to respond so differently if you're connected and really expressing with love.
3: Absolutely. You know, practice daily. Practice that daily. Doing something without expecting anything in return. Laugh, play, and you'll notice that your heart expands to more love as you practice. And practice means exactly that. It's like practicing piano or practicing a sport. You practice it. And remember that it's all about what we give. It's not about what we get. The more you um, put out love, the more you're going to receive it, even if it's not from the places you expect it from. So, yeah, that makes a big, huge
2: difference. And in that expression, you know, you're sharing it with your animals, but you're also sell- sharing it with yourself, and because of you sharing it with yourself, you're going to be expressing it around every aspect of your uh, relationships. Yeah. So it becomes kind of a, a a bridge follow-through to all your other experiences, and that seems to be one of the areas that can be confusing because some people use a voice for different things. And if you can get back to a position where you're, you're more in yourself and you're feeling very connected, you're going to have more stability. I would guess that, you know, in the practicing process, you're not going to have to think about it as you're now in a habit. And that habit then becomes kind of a um, opportunity to share that, things with other people so you want to really be proactive in practicing something that feels good for yourself you 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 might have to Remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I've
3: heard that there's, I, we have like one minute left in the show, and I'm like, I just have to share this because it was so powerful when I learned it. There's two kinds of love there's child love that says, gimme, 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 so they know they're loved. And there's adult love where the person is so full that love just slashes all over everything around them. Wow. Everything and everybody gets it. Total, that just, boom, that brings it home, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does. <laughs> and with, with our short time here, um, Vicki, you've shared your website is www.healingyouranimal.com and yes. your phone number is 425-785-4232. You can also reach Vicki through the mightymuser.com website, um, which is my website that has reference to this show. So you go in and look for Mighty Gems and um, the references are all there for the, each of the shows and directly associated with um, Vicki's site, and she's also gifted a really wonderful tool potential for you to um, explore on her website. And we really appreciate you taking the time to join us today and sharing your special relationship because this is a sparkle. You know, this is part of our creative sparkling, and our communication is so critical, however, nonverbal, verbal, and it's really very much like a sparkling gem that if we take a look at it it's very valuable so we we really appreciate your joining us and we look forward to having um, more discussions as we go 11 o'clock on friday at that specific time 2 p.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel have a great weekend
1: Thank you for joining Dee Lee for Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week.
0: and Management.